And greetings once and all, one and all, once and all, what the hell? That's a Welcome good everyone. start for the <laughs> easily derailed. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to another horrific talk spot. God, I just had a, just about to go live there and shoot buddy decides to get me to watch videos. It's like, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stupid. Oh my too. God. Never easy. This, I think I've just come, it's the end of a shitty month. Oh my word. Nothing working. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, man. Tell you for a rant, but I am sick of politics and politicians and their stupid What's shit. That? I could I could never understand what really? you mean. Yeah, never. Being an American, I, I, yeah, I don't, don't understand what you mean. There, no, no, we don't have to deal with that shit ever. God, it's honestly the most self-serving pricks of whatever side. They're all the same people. And they talk the same shit. And I don't know what it is about young people, but they seem to deify these fucking cunts. And it's like, what the hell? Because they're too stupid to understand how dumb they are. No, even something like getting a vaccine, getting out of this stupid crap has turned into political football. And you're like, really? Really, could you just not, not play your stupid games for once and let it happen? Mm-hmm. Can you just for once stop with the crap? Yeah, it's like just get the fucking vaccine yeah. and we can go about life like normal. Like, I don't fucking care. They can shove an iPad up my ass if I can get concerts back. Like, I don't give a shit. Just <clears throat> let me go out again and listen to some really bad music and drink some really yeah. overpriced beer. Yeah, all I've I been ask. in the army, as you know. I have been stuck with mm-hmm. fucking multicolored vials of glowing shit and probably <laughs> stuff that would like grow me a third testicle. And I just went along with it, mm-hmm. and I'm still here, so fuck it. But the fact that people are turning this into a whole political thing or a cause, and it's always, I don't know, do it, don't do it, or, you know, there's no in between of, mm, can we do this first? It's just fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't know, people bug the shit out of me, honestly. Over and off. And then oh, yeah. you've got this whole thing with, oh, you've got too many vaccines, we're taking some. You're like, what? I don't know if you heard a lot of shit over here with the EU and stuff. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, that's fucking too stupid. Many people. How dare you? <coughs> Think about people in the... Wait, that's kind of the point, right? <laughs> Try to get everybody? Yeah, so when you are... Like, like I said, the whole thing is just madness. There's absolutely no way you can look at these idiots and like take any of them seriously. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just like, what is wrong with you fuckers? Like, what? Dude, we got some people over here that are bad. Like in Utah, fucking, there was a, a pharmacist that had a whole shit ton of doses, and just decided to destroy him because he doesn't believe it's real. It's like, you are a pharmacist. You are supposed to be a person of fucking science. <laughs> and you're believing conspiracy theories? Like, you're looking at the fucking vial. How are there microchips in that? And for that matter, who gives a shit? This is how they track us. <laughs> don't yeah, buy we, one of these if you don't the want to be and everything else. We've even got <laughs> glasses and, you know what I mean? There's, right? We've already given over control or uh, aspects of our life. That's... Right? that big of a fucking 
fucking deal. Like I said, take an iPad, shove it up my ass. Yeah. I, I miss overpriced yeah, beer. <laughs> um, there was a couple of people arrested for having a cup of coffee outside. Like, that's how stupid it's getting over here. Damn. Yeah, but you guys got that, that scary-ass strain that's got, like, a much higher mortality rate and all that, so I get it. People were dropping dead in the streets. Honestly, the way people talk, you think that the <laughs> I look out the window and the street would be littered with bodies. Now, fucking, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's not cool. I really figured you would have picked up the call and <laughs> were dead. So, I, I don't know. Honestly, um, and also, the, the flu has been cured, cancer has been cured... Old age has been cured. Because fucking nobody dies of anything else. It's like, what? You know, yeah, no shit. Sure, no. Really? What? Like, I'm no conspiracy theorist. I tend to just go with the flow, live my life. But when you're faced with absolute mm-hmm. stupidity, you're like, nah, what you're telling me is not quite right. What? What's the real agenda here? Is, is it sinister or is it just plain utter incompetence? Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I I tr- I could not watch the news every day, because I'd go on a killing spree. <laughs> honestly, I I could not get an actually involved with politics itself. <laughs> I have to step back because these people are all morons, and the ones that support them mm-hmm. are even worse. Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> that's been my month. So. Do you think we'll have cheesy, shitty horror movies and fucking TV series? <laughs> yes. To, and, it's a and beautiful after thing. Because honestly, if I don't see somebody getting stabbed, <laughs> I'll kind of want to do it myself. <laughs> when you. That's fair. That's. It's a beautiful, cathartic release watching <laughs> these. <laughs> I guess with that, that's a excellent segue into our first <laughs> segment <laughs> with horrific oh, yeah. releases. Yeah, an interesting one this month. Um, Shudder is starting to get a bit hit and miss, especially <laughs> the Shudder originals. And I've watched a couple of them mm-hmm. uh, this month, and I'm starting to see a pattern. And <laughs> I think we'll we'll discuss it with this one, uh, The Pale Door. Now, God, man, I'm looking forward to this. Me too. Me too. Especially like uh, the book series that I'm reading right now has really got me into westerns, which is ironic because Indian fucking hate cowboy shit. But yeah, I was looking forward to this. It's like fuck yeah, let's see some gunslinger shit. Yeah, I was. And then we got this. I was this. expecting wisecracks, <laughs> and I don't know. Almost. Uh-huh. I don't know what I was expecting, but fuck, let's let's start in this. So it starts off. Okay, and I thought they were setting up a storyline. So, we've got the two brothers, uh-huh. uh, Jake and Duncan. I've actually put down names this time on my notes, because I'm awful for remembering characters' yeah. names. Never mind. Yeah, sorry actors, but you have no hope. If I can't remember your characters' names, if you think I can remember yours, <laughs> dream on. Right. You have, you have to be beating me over there. I can't even remember friends' names after a while. I'm that bad. <clears throat> It happens. It happens. Uh, but Jake and Duncan, their kids, their family homes getting attacked. 
and their parents get killed and what is it do, do, do. yeah so they end up getting scuttled off and I thought that this was relevant like this was like 10 minutes into the movie mm-hmm. like this is 10 minutes of this stuff the whole scene so mm-hmm. you I mean it was it was kind of relevant ish I guess sort of Explain why the black guy was acting. Well, okay, like right. Guy. You didn't need ten minutes. You didn't need ten minutes to no. explain that. Cause no. Fuck you don't right. Okay, and that's the end. That's what that's what gets me. We got over this shit in the nineties. You don't need to explain why someone who's black is looking after white kids or vice versa. It's the world. So right. Anyway, ten, if that's what the ten minutes was about, what the fuck? I thought there was a family history or a reason and that was going on, but mm-hmm. no. Right, okay, so that's 10 minutes. So we know they're brothers, fine. We then skip forward to the town. They're basically an outlaw gang. Uh, Jake's working in the bar, the saloon. And then we meet mm-hmm. all the characters. Now, at this point, I was on board. I actually like the gang. I like the characters. You know what I mean? There was nobody mm-hmm. there making me think, oh, I hope you get killed or anything else. Actually, <clears throat> I like a little bunch of rogues. I think that would be the best uh-huh. way to describe it. And Jake was... So, because of what happened, yeah, we can understand that Jake's sheltered. That makes sense. So, Duncan uh, doesn't want anything mm-hmm. to happen to him, so he's kept out of the life. So, yeah, I kind of get that. That was fine. And then, mm-hmm. even the... The gunslinging scene when we have Buck. That that Buck, now you stop playing with that man now, you know. <laughs> that that was a funny scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was yeah. that was funny and it kinda of sets up the story. So up to this point, no problem. I was I'm still on board with the movie. Don't know about you. Yeah, I was I was with it up until yeah. they got to the place. So bucket shot. Uh, that's that's a whole premise yeah. story. It's on the the trailer as well. Um, so this is when Jake mm-hmm. decides because he's he's already given the thing. He's saved up to buy their parents' house back. Um, mm-hmm. He's a time right down to the day of how long he has to work in the saloon to have the money. That's you know, which not accounting for inflation or anything else. You know, seems very specific. Because guaranteed, mm-hmm. when you're like eight. Eight years and the and you have the exact amount of money. Whoever's selling is going to ask you for a dollar more because people are shitheads. But yeah, we'll we'll not go into yeah, that. Yeah, no shit. Although one knock it down to make a railroad because that's what happened as well with farms. Because guaranteed. But anyway, mm-hmm. Jake decides that he wants to go in this house to get the money for the farm and prove himself to his big brother, sort of thing. Which is fair enough. That's all good so far. We get to the, tr- we get yeah, to the train robbery sense. itself. Pretty standard. Until mm-hmm. we get to the actual casket. So we know this third party hired these guys to get the casket. So I don't know how I don't know how it works with the robberies because if it was all gold, then did the guy supply the information get a finder's fee? Or was he getting the share of it? No. See, I'm 
I would imagine it would be just like with pirates, where it's like completely equal minus, yeah, like you know, basically the finder's fee. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. the information. Uh, it was the game of the heart that basically does all the admin for the game. Um, he had got the tip off, mm-hmm. so they must have paid him. But we don't know where this came from. But the idea was big score, roll the train, find mm-hmm. the casket. And there's a girl inside. Okay, so at this point, no explanation. And this is where I thought the movie was going to go. No. Why was she chained up? Who's taking her? <clears throat> Who's coming after mm-hmm. her? You know, what were these guys? Yeah, it's like she's got a full-on like Hannibal Lecter yeah. mask and shit too. So it's like, the now, fuck kind of threat is she? Because they're yeah. acting surprised. So what were they meant to do after they robbed the train and found her? Do you know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. where it just goes fucking off off to the side. See, I I mean it's still I can still stay on board with it. Like I said, up until they actually get to the place. Because I mean at this moment they're just sort of in limbo, like, what the fuck do we do? And then um the deputy or whatever fucking guard it was that Jake saw and was like, oh, I'm not going to shoot you because I'm a bitch. Go ahead and run away. That's when she comes back and pops his brother, Duncan. Now, was that the girl that was saying... Was she the one wearing a red tunic? Remember there was a whole bunch got off a train? I I don't remember what the hell she was wearing. I just remember that she was one of the the marshals or whatever was guarding the Uh, thing. That's what it was. because uh, like everybody got off, everybody got blasted. She managed to get the fuck away. because uh, I think she just got winged or whatever. And then yeah, that's when Jake sees her is like, Oh no, go ahead, run away, you're yeah. cute. It's like just just fucking yeah. shoot her, man. Um But yeah, so I mean it makes sense up to that point because she's like, Oh hey, I mean, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. I got a place that's by here and we can help you. Let's go. Yeah, but <clears throat> So I was still kind of on board, even though it didn't really make sense as to why she was in the casket. But, I mean, of course, that's the catalyst of the story. It's like, why was she? Yeah, and like I said, this is where I got confused, because, first of all, if they, these guys knew they were rescuing her, they would have been told, and there would have been a payment. Mm-hmm. If it was a complete mistake, mm-hmm. there was no indication, do you know what I mean, that they'd get the wrong train. There was no payoff mm-hmm. of shit. This is so, this is the train before, or the train's been delayed. Do you know why? There's not exact. Time, you know what I mean? It's yeah. the 19th century, so it's not as if mm-hmm. there's like proper running timetables. You know, it's still kind of vague, but still yeah. <clears throat> missing one train for another. So it seemed to me this was the intended target. But why? You know, we'll never get paid yeah. off in this movie about what what the hell's going on in that respect. Or who the third agency was that wanted to rescue us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just blah. <laughs> left out left out in the open. So Yes, she says, uh Potemkin, the town. Um Pearl leads him back, that's a good girl's name. Pearl leads him back to the town. And Yeah, okay. Same fair enough, but when they get back in the town's a ghost town. And she escapes, that's where uh, I'm like, huh? At that point, the movie could have ended. 
the rest of the movie after that kind of like what what like i'm still scratching my head at it <laughs> that's why i'm having trouble reviewing I mean, it, it was I'm like, it was it was okay even once it got to the brothel scene like you knew something was up obviously something had to be up I guess for me, the part where it turned was when, you know, everybody's in their respective uh, rooms getting their dicks touched and whatnot, that uh, Jake is sitting there with the madam, and she's like, oh, so you're, you don't want to be with one of them? It's like, no, I'm gay and a virgin. And she's like, oh, you're a virgin. Oh, swoon. That's when it's like, oh, come on, yeah, that's, that's like... fucking lame. And then that's when everything turns, and then I get confused. It's like, are these witches? Are they zombies? Are they ghosts? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, presumably they're witches. Yeah, um, there were witches that have been burnt at the stake, and then that was supposed to be the original form of their bodies, the burnt bodies. But, yeah, mm -hmm. it didn't need to be. This is diversity box ticking again, and not actual storytelling. Mm -hmm. Oh, just make them gay, because, yeah, yeah, why not? We need to get one in there shoehorn freaking shove it in there it's like yeah dude come on that's when you keep doing that stuff that does more harm against equality or acceptance when you do stupid things and piss people off whatever message you're trying to give gets lost it's that simple mm -hmm. and these morons that make tea or make movies today don't seem to get it and that's what i'm saying i've watched mm -hmm. um the one we were going to watch last month, um, Porto, I watched it. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same formula. And I watched another one. Uh, God, I can't remember, but it was another Shutter original. It's exactly the same formula. So it's like they've got the fucking template script. And they're going to apply this to every movie they make. God, it's as bad as Netflix. <laughs> well, and that, that's the crazy thing with uh, Shutter. They don't actually produce any of these films. Like, the fact that it's a Shutter original, it's just acquisitions. Like, it's already been done, it's already been made, and they just come along and go, well, we got a couple bucks, here you go. So the fact that they're clinging to a certain model, and it's happening so much, is just It's going to come franchise, because they're already struggling. Like, it's not as if you can go and Shutter and watch, like, an entire box set of the main sort of popcorn flicks, which I think the channel mm -hmm. needs... You know what I mean? It needs the Child's Play series. It needs Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. It needs Friday the 13th. Or it needs something like that. Mm -hmm. It needs to even have the Universal Monsters, you know. I think it needs to have mm -hmm. something for the general audience. Because it's a niche platform. Yeah. But. Very much so. If you're so. going down this road, like, I'm getting bored already. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and it seems like part of the problem, even with their originals, is, like, the ones that are actually like original titles, uh, like they don't want to pursue them any further. It's like they'll pay all this money to get certain things, but then fuck other shit that's super cheap. Like me, for one, I'm a big Halston fan. So when that popped up on there, I was super excited because, hey, I don't have to walk five feet to go get my Blu-rays and put it on. I can just press a couple buttons and watch it. Um like, they're ready to go for a season three. Like, they're just sitting on their thumbs waiting for them to start it. And, I mean, it's a sitcom. And an entire season costs less than the amount of a typical sitcom episode. So it's like a no-fucking-brainer. Just come on. 
Yeah, it's yeah. But whatever. I still I I I love Shutter, but yeah, it does make me nervous because it seems like they get licenses for all kinds of dumb shit, but they can't get you know stuff that appeals to more you know I guess uh, people wanting to get their feet wet. Yeah, and you need that. It's like for me, they're always putting up niche shit that I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. But we're also yeah, different the, kind like of breathing. Normal people don't won't sit with them, uh, for a horror night with us because we like watch freaky shit. So it's like <laughs> and laugh at it. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a given. Like it's even with this podcast or anything else. Like there's people freak out when I share episodes and stuff. They're like, Ugh. like really, really, honestly, am I that desensitized? <laughs> Everything's. Yeah, everything's been so tame that we've been discussing. Like, well, it's I know, not that big of a um, deal. <laughs> it's not even back. It's not even worthy of like back to the seventies or eighties where there was like edgy stuff made for the time. There, like, there's nothing really mm-hmm. edgy coming out anymore. But yeah, this movie. This is. This is where it really starts getting weird and convoluted. So yeah, like you're saying, when they're in the the brothel and they're all getting the business, going down with the business. You see the witches actually collecting her and stuff. And as you know, with witchcraft, taking a sample, like a piece of her nail clippings, that's like a voodoo practice. So it's almost like they want to involve them in a ritual. Mm. And then you get no payoff. They just... Yeah. That was the thing that I was confused about. Because, yeah, that's a big deal. Like in a lot of different forms of witchcraft. Like you're using that to bind somebody or curse somebody. And at most, like, there's a couple time slips where they jump, you know, they'll go through a door and then wind up somewhere else. Yeah. That's it. Like, so why why do they run and get shot? Like, if they've got this amount of power, the running about and getting shot thing doesn't make sense. Plus, they can't, they can't seem to walk properly in their normal form, so stick to your human form and actually run. When they're doing the all fours thing... Yeah, like running so slowly that you could hit them with a slingshot. Never mind a, a gun. That's like, <laughs> right, dude. What the hell? And coming out of coming out of the water and shit. Like, what was that about? Yeah, it was just all kind of like, I get it. You're trying to go for a cool shot, but yeah. where's the substance? <laughs> um, man, like I, like I said, I've really struggled with this film. It just goes at absolute ratchet. Like now, mm. if <clears throat> they had been rescuing the girl and the witches were chasing them, that would have made sense. And they went into another brothel with the witches being an outside force. Mm-hmm. That would have made sense. But the way they completely turned from the and we'll just say rescue, it just went apart. It's like Rand Johnson has jumped in into all these movies halfway through and go, "I'll finish it for you." <laughs> Yeah, no that's, that's the way it feels like. It's like the power Brian Johnson under a pseudonym uh, halfway through these type of movies and got him to write the rest of the script. That's how mm. convoluted and bad it is. We're, we're talking that, that sort of shit. Yeah. It's just, it, there was no purpose. I mean, if you nitpick it, you can find a reason why they went the path they did with everything. Like, everything makes sense to an extent. But it's just, it's not the logical path to take the film. And there's no payoff no, at the have, end. Like if, it, if you have to do mental gymnastics, yeah. like, I know it's, we don't expect everything to be like 
let out straight. We don't want to think a bit, but when you have to literally mm-hmm. hurt your brain to try and figure out where the hell this plot's going or the purpose of it, you're like, uh well and this is the wrong kind of film for that like there's films that are like that Mm -hmm. but that's great like that's part of the allure this is not one of those films this is a shoot 'em up witch movie like you you got monsters you got cowboys keep it simple yeah that's all you need (laughs) and then uh so we'll have this like they're, they're demonstrating that they're powerful magic and they have the power of illusion and transportation all within this sphere and plus the people are trapped so, once again, mm-hmm. I don't understand why the witches have to, like, get shot. That, that just, you know, like I said, just doesn't make sense. So we get these guys, and they go mm-hmm. into the church. And where the fuck did that red line appear from? Like, this thing jumps all over the place. So, they go into the church, they're supposed to be safe. Yeah. <clears throat> and then this red circle appears, where they all line up, with their cloaks. So they all, yeah, I. They go from being burnt <laughs> witches to end cloaks again. Then they start uh, mm. using their magic and actually able to kill every one of them from within. So once again, you don't need hordes of zombie creatures running about to get shot. That and plus it's mm-hmm. a small town, so I'd imagine there's a like a limited number, a finite number of witches, like they're a coven. Mm-hmm. So they don't exactly have pawns or like cannon fodder, so to speak. Yeah. Well, and it's so much scarier when they start killing them like with magic. Like when uh, um, Pat Healy's character, I forget what his name is, but when he's like chomping down on what he thinks is his jerky and oh, really yeah. it's broken uh, glass. Like that's that's a good way to go out. That's scary. He's fucking eating glass and thinking it's food. I guess, but like any of these sort of movies, um, Mm -hmm. you either you release something that shouldn't be released, or you're dealing with an entity and you make a mistake, and then that's your getting punishment. Mm -hmm. There's absolutely none of that. Like the basic horror trope is, don't open the box, or if you open the box, say the right words, do the right things. If you don't, everything goes to ratchet. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the basic premise of any sort of horror creature feature type thing. And mm-hmm. yet, there was none of that here. And it just, like, <clears throat> they wiped them out. The crow scene was cool as well. Like, they using the magic and actually messing with the, the members was cool. But that was it. You know, when you just watch the rest mm-hmm. of the story, it was a bit of a shit show. You know, it made no sense. Because they mm-hmm. can't physically enter, but their magic can, so there's no reason they could have just transported them out. And mm-hmm. that was it. Um, I don't know, that end scene, like, I can't really talk too much about the plot, because honestly, yeah. I can't really go through. There isn't a plot to follow. No, not really. It's It ends with the brother, the non-virgin, because the virgin yep. sacrifices himself. But it ends with Duncan having the home having kids having animals and there's just a random cross in the yeah. middle of his yard that's like look we know you didn't bury your brother but who the fuck would do a family plot right in the middle of your yard right next to your chickens Lazy. like that's 
you have it out in the distance. Have it like next to your typical tree, like the same tree that everybody uses in every movie. Wrap, wrap it around the actual like tree branch, you know, the scarf, something. Yeah. Uh. yeah it just like it's like, oh, great, his brother died, so the other brother could have his dream. Cool. Yeah, that was. That didn't and then happen. they tried to make, finish it off on an ominous note with a crow watching them. And you're like, that, mm-hmm. you are not going to try and make a sequel out of this. No fucking way. <laughs> oh, and what's the point? It, it, and we know that they have, like, dick for power outside of their um, their town. So what does it even matter that they're watching? It's not like they can do shit anyways. Yeah, uh, this was a mess of a movie. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it had potential, and then it just was... Not good. Know. Not one of the worst things I've seen from Shutter. I'll, I'll definitely give it that. Spiral. Let's put it like up. But Spiral was yeah. fucking awful. So at least yeah, it was better than Spiral. And it wasn't fucking erotica. <laughs> Verotica. <laughs> so oh god. We've got yeah. our bar. So that's that's our lowest bar, folks. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the lowest bar of their ears. Period. I don't even think snuff films or anything like illegal goes below Verotica. I'm pretty sure that that's just barely a rung up <laughs> from Verotica. Oh, man. So, yeah, folks, if you're thinking about watching this, uh, good luck to you. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you got nothing better to do, it is at least something to have in the background, and you're going to chuckle every now and then. So it's it's definitely a movie. Right. That's... Yeah, well, I think with that, uh, let's get on to this month's Indeed. horrific remakes. Right, this was one I wanted to avoid. <laughs> this, this has been a bonus. That is funny. Yeah, um, I love this one. I have. This is what got me. Nightmare on Elm Street is what got me into the horror genre. I'm massive Freddy Krueger, Robert England fan. You know, I mean, this is my childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, from like seven, eight years of age, watching these movies and like going into the movie theater and. Buying the ticket for the raw, the right movie, and then sneaking into that one. You know, I mean, that, that's how bad it was. Right. Because that was the thing you used to do was you bought. God, I miss those days, man. I miss those days. You, you would find something appearing r- roughly at the same time. It was a, it was a whole mm-hmm. tactical um, uh, thing. Is you'd buy the one for like a twelve movie, then you sneak into the eighteen movie. Mm-hmm. And the cinema, my local cinema, the one I used to go to, they knew fine rightly and they didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? You bought your ticket to the right one, so whatever. Because I went every week, you know, to the cinema when I was a kid. Huh. Every week. Um, I think because you had only four screens as well and uh, there's smaller ones about back in the day. Mm-hmm. So there was always a new movie on. So that was just, it was only like three quid as well. So it was cheap to actually go to the cinema. So mm-hmm. that was it. Every week it was a Saturday thing, went to the cinema. But... I have been putting off watching this remake for 
10, 12 years, 11 years, playing D Days and Dan. Oh, that's funny as hell. So, so this is the first time you've seen yeah. it then? <laughs> I have oh, never prepared Jesus. to suffer for my art. <clears throat> shit, I fucking, uh, Janet and I went and saw this shit in theaters. And everybody hated it, and we're like, man, that was a great take on Freddy. Yeah, right. Okay, first thing, the mask. <laughs> that, that's what put me off. What, it looks like a burn victim? It, it just looks so... I think because Robert England's one is so detailed. Dude, this is crazy detailed. I mean, yeah, there's parts where it's green screen, but like for the most part, it's all... You know, silicone and paint. I think when I got to see Jack Earl Haley acting, it made sense. But when you saw it on the, you know, the the posters and stuff, I kind of went, mm-hmm. nah, nah, that sticks. No, that's fair. And that's that's the biggest thing with this movie. You have to get over the fact that it's not Robert England. And I really think that, like, there's there's two things that anytime I talk to somebody about this movie, they bitch about, and that's one that it's not Robert England. Who fucking who? We know it's not. Get over it. Okay? Once you get past that, like, he's an amazing actor. It's fucking fantastic. And then the other one, which I find hilarious, because I, I always wonder, it's like, did you watch the original fucking franchise? Is, oh, he's a pedophile in this. Guess what? He's yeah, a pedophile he's in all of them. Pedophile? It's just not that overt. Like, it doesn't really get that, like, it doesn't really drive home until about Dream Warriors. Um, even like Dream Masters, like it's, you know, the third or fourth in the franchise where you really start to understand, oh, he's a fucking kitty diddler. Um, but like this, it's, it's just a different take on his origins and it's so overt. Like he fucking touched kids. This is why he's gone. And like, I, I love that aspect of it. Like not the kitty diddling cause that's yeah. just fucking weird, but just showing a different, side of Freddy that we already know is there. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed I that. About as well, um even for modern actors, these these bunch were quite cool. So yeah, yeah I, like I said, it was a hard one because like there's no way back in two thousand ten. I think that was too soon. I think if I had made, maybe made this now because Robert England's like in his seventies, isn't he? Yeah, something like that. It would kinda of make sense because we know he's not going through that shit again. So, that's cool. Well, I don't know. Even at that point, it had been 11 years. or No, it had been longer than that. Because uh, New Nightmare came out in, what, 98? 96? Something like that. So, I mean, we're talking, like, you know, almost 15 years after the last movie. So, it's like, I, I think I that's think safe. because Robert Englund was still going around doing the conventions and still quite active. That didn't help. Because you still got Robert Englund in your head. Mm-hmm. That, that's for me personally. Like he's, um, like I watched mm-hmm. all the uh, Freddy's Nightmares, all the skits he's done. You know, when he transformed mm-hmm. from being, you know, just being a horror franchise, the the character, and that's something actually mm-hmm. I want to do sometime is maybe talk about when the the actual character becomes bigger than the franchise. That'd be a good mm-hmm. series or thing to talk about. Oh yeah, how and where it happens and what what were the factors. But this is a classic case mm-hmm. of. Freddy Krueger and Robert England's act portrayal of him, it's actually bigger than the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same as uh, Jason Voorhees, you know what I mean, and Michael Myers. They're bigger than the actual films I made. Mm-hmm. They become their own thing, their own sort of entity. 
Oh yeah. So this it didn't deviate too far from the plot, but what they did do, and this is what I really liked, was they upgraded the effects and they did put a bit of terror into it. You know, um, mm. a particular scene uh, when Jesse gets killed. Uh, and the original, obviously, Jesse gets hung, but this time, Freddy just straight out, you know, rips him to pieces. But that, that thing of, mm-hmm. do you think you can turn back time? Do you think you can bring the dead back to life? No, I don't fucking think so. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, that was Jake Earl Haley just owning that character. You know mm-hmm. I mean? That was him bringing his own, uh, his own uh, flavor to it. And actually... I mm-hmm. thought he'd done it better because he actually really was sinister and menacing. Oh yeah, like he was fucking terrifying, and like you believe every second of it every time that he's sitting there playing with them. Because I mean, Freddy in the original franchise kind of did. Um, I mean, obviously, as you get into latter films, like he really fucking plays with them because, of course, the idea is to outdo the kills from the last uh, movie. But with this, it's just like it's not even cat and mouse. It's just like fucking sadist and masochist like he's fucking with them hard and i mean you know he talks about oh yeah the you know the human mind still works for up to seven minutes after the heart stops well you still got six minutes so let's have fun like that's just fucking sinister shit so good that's actually when i was kind of i'll admit i was kind of sleepwalking along until that scene Mm mm-hmm and then I'm like, holy mm-hmm. fuck. I'm well, just yeah, like, uh, my eyes just go, holy shit, I'm on board. What the hell? What have I just missed? No, <laughs> yeah. that, that was like a turning point for well, me. I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. what? This is, oh, this is something. This is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, because like up until that point, I mean, really, this movie starts off and even like throughout the entire film, it feels like an early to late 2000s horror movie. Um, it's even shot on like the same cameras, the same basic people. Like it feels like an era or a, a movie of that era. It's when that starts to happen that you realize, oh fuck, this isn't just like another like Darkness Falls or something. Like this shit's gonna be some shit. Yeah, I think that's what the I think the mistake they made with this is they should have give Jack R. Haley more time, more dialogue. Because <laughs> at the start of the movie, up until that scene, they hadn't given him much in the way of dialogue. So he's just spooky mm-hmm. woo boogeyman type thing. But mm-hmm. like I said, that line, I instantly turned my head and I started really paying attention. I'm like, holy shit, there's <laughs> something here. Yeah. And then that's that's where I think they missed the trick with this. They they could have capitalized on that. I don't think they understood um how to use this actor. Mm-hmm. I think so. The the one fault I have with the movie is, um, and you, you really get it when you watch the behind the scenes, which I was doing last night. Like they, the the people involved with the film really thought they were reinventing the wheel, and ultimately kept going back to the shit that Craven developed because it worked. I mean, every single aspect. Like they're talking about you know how they were going to do a different sweater, a different look, but ultimately kept going back to the original look because of the psychology behind it. Um, and it's like, you know, Wes Craven did a lot of shit, but there's some stuff like, and I, I love Wes Craven just as much as the next guy, but there's a lot of his movies. I don't fucking like, like the scream franchise. 
don't don't I don't give a fuck about it. But like when you go into like the whole Freddy mythos, like he really did his shit. Like every aspect of that character um, has a deep psychological impact uh, or uh, subconscious psychological impact. Like it's he did it for a fucking reason. There's a reason these characters stay with us. Like how many mm-hmm. horror movies are out there? Thousands, and most of them are forgettable. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's a reason these characters stay with us. Like uh, talking about Wes Craven, like the Wishmaster series, everything else. These the what he grounds his characters in is enough to grip you. He, I think he's the same sort of uh, mm-hmm. thought process as Stephen King. As in, let's not worry about going too far out there, but let's look inside to the human psyche. What frightens mm-hmm. people? That's yeah, much more terrifying. But yeah, um, I have to say, I came a fan, but at the same time with this movie, I don't know what your thoughts on it, but would it have been better if Freddy was wrongly accused and killed? Or... Keeping him as the actual, no. you know, straight out. And this time, really, fucking, he's a pedophile. He's taking pictures. He's touching kids. Like, they're really mm-hmm. laying that bar. There's no messing about. See, I I don't know how I would have felt if they would have gone the opposite route. Um, because, I mean, that's at that point, they're changing the character way too much. And if you're going to do... Uh, a remake or a reimagining you have to stay within the certain realms of the original franchise otherwise people are just gonna shit all over it um and i don't know that's that's one aspect i really liked about it was they really drilled that home like and it's sort of like on the fence the whole movie it's not until what the last 10 minutes um that you realize like oh fuck he actually did do this because, uh, like, even the kids are saying to the uh, the principal slash dad, like, we were fucking five. We don't know what's going on. Did you ever find this cave? And, you know, no, we didn't. But, you know, he was doing something. So it's always kind of like throughout the film, you're like, fuck, did he actually do it or did he not? Um, so I think when it gets to the point where you find out, oh, fuck, he did it. That was a great payoff. Yeah, he was. Uh, they made about truly a monster. That's awesome, Sam. It's. It could have worked, possibly worked either way that he became an avenging spirit because of the injustice done against him, mm-hmm. or he's just an out, an out shitty person that became a shitty entity, you know, and there's no redeeming mm-hmm. qualities, which is cool as well. That's where I'm a wee bit on the fence about. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Why didn't this movie work? Because I, uh, I don't, like, I don't know. I, That's once, the... <laughs> like I said, I was kind of sleepwalking along until this, until the scene with Jesse, and then I changed. I was on board. You know what I mean? That, I was like a switch, and then I was fully on board with this movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Especially because you know, the early two thousands. If it wasn't a remake or a remake of a Japanese one. Nobody went to see it. And there's so many people that love a lot of the remakes. Uh, like, I I know people that prefer the fucking Rob Zombie Halloweens over the original Halloweens. Which, you know, whatever. You can be wrong in your opinion. I get it. But, like... 
this is one that like legit was really fucking good and everybody hates it. Like I even the remake of Friday the 13th, I know more people that appreciate that over this when Jason was a fucking pot grower. Like mm. come on. Yeah, uh, it's an odd one. Um the only thing that took me away was okay, they went back to the kindergarten thing, the play school group. Mm-hmm. How the hell, like, taking away suspension of disbelief and in the real world, that wasn't a huge, like, in the original one, he had a had a band of warehouse where he took his kids back to, and he basically kidnapped them mm-hmm. off the street. This building was mm-hmm. tiny. So, mm-hmm. and plus, he's the gardener. So that means there's other members of staff there. How did he get away with it for mm-hmm. so long? Do you know what I mean? It, right. It's too, well, and how do you have a place and too easy to scrutinize? They actually have a fucking cave built underneath. That's where I lost. They lost me. Especially because, like, that is bigger than the basement. Um, and that's, I mean, that's really that's the problem with like the angles they were shooting at. But I mean, those were vaulted fucking ceilings. Like that was a. A, a bunker basically that was just tucked away behind a wall. Like yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. And like my other bitch fit with it was um, when of course, Nancy and what's his bucket find the picture of the preschool class. If you're trying to hide something like that, why wouldn't you just fucking get rid of it? Why would you hide it in a big fucking envelope for one picture underneath the drawer? That didn't make any yeah, sense either. Um... That's where the kind of, like I said, I think they missed a trick with us. I think mm-hmm. there was an opportunity because Robert Englund never panned the sequel. In fact, he was supportive. So there was definitely a passing mm-hmm. of the torch. You know what I mean? There, I think maybe even the way they marketed it, there could have been a passing of the torch. Could have had the two actors together. Mm-hmm. Robert Englund shaking his hand, you know, Jake's hand, and, you know, to show that there's good goodwill, if that makes sense. But. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Hollywood, American culture, you can't have goodwill. Everything has to be a battle. Cause of why, course. Do you know, we're seeing it even today. Like, It's like they want their fans to hate them. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's all very strange. But yeah, that's where it took me away again because I was on board. And then when you see the actual playgroup and how small it is and what he's built, it just became unreal. Which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if they had done a better job of that, even kept it exactly like the original, that it was an abandoned warehouse or steel factory, whatever it was, and he was taking his kids somewhere mm-hmm. else. But to have him actually in that small space, fully doing all this stuff, they lost me. Or if it had been an outbuilding, away from the main structure, like if it had been mm-hmm. the play school had to be on the outskirts of something else where the bunker was built that would have made sense to me if it had been inner city for example mm-hmm. I think what they messed up was that it's the suburbs if this had to be an inner city uh, setting where you've got like a bat, you know what I mean you've got these uh, groups and there's abandoned warehouse buildings and office buildings and stuff. If that, that had been the way, and he knocked into the next building that was abandoned. But that's kind of... A, I mean, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to formulate my words here, but 
yeah, that bit's what took me out of the, the movie again. Where they'd mm-hmm. actually managed to get me and get me on board. And then it made me think if he had been innocent, it would have actually fed into the location. Because there's no sensible way. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm struggling with the suspension of disbelief. There's no logical and sensible way he could have done what he'd done in that location where the playgroup is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course. For me, then, if they had to change it up that he was wrongly accused by a parents group, you know, just vigilantes, uh, just decided he was something because they didn't like him, which we're seeing mm-hmm. today can quite easily happen. That every everybody's out, we're back to burning toys yeah. and pitchforks, like. Yep. That's really fucking much. Back to the medieval times, but in that aspect. Because it didn't make any logical sense that he could have done what he'd done and they killed him wrongly and then he became an avenging spirit, that would have fitted in. If they had to change the location mm-hmm. of the playgroup or the setting of it and made the abuse believable that he had somewhere to go that they couldn't have found or there's a whole section about buildings that mm-hmm. he's able to sneak them off to or um, he was grabbing kids you know, it was only when he started doing it in the playgroup that he got caught and he was doing it outside the playgroup beforehand, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Mm. That's what I messed up the story with us. Which seems a shame because I think Jack Earl Healy could have made a great Freddy Krueger and actually this franchise could have carried mm. on in a more sinister sort of aspect. Oh yeah, definitely. It could have been really fucking dark. Do you know what I mean? We had the campy Robert England, you know, because I think they understood they weren't scaring anybody after mm-hmm. part three, and that's when they decided to go the comedy mm-hmm. route, which definitely. Worked. You know what I mean? It was actually quite clever. Oh yeah. To make. Oh yeah, I mean it's still lasted <laughs> for another still decade or so with today. movies. You know what I mean, there's new people coming into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've, I've kind of mixed feelings about this. I'm trying to think how to conclude. Just It could have been brilliant. It could have been brilliant and a really reinvigoration of the franchise. But because of a mm-hmm. few, and not the actors, there's no case of bad acting in this, which I find really refreshing. If, if, there, was, if there was anyone that I had to critique their acting on, It'd be Nancy's mom. Like, she has the same face throughout the entire movie. But she also looks like a fucking self-medicated yeah. suburban mom. So I can forgive it, but yeah, if I was going to critique anybody, it'd be her. Everybody else, like, yeah, great. I, I fucking believe I'm it. I'm not watching this. You know when you watch, like, the last movie we just watched there? Horrible acting. And there are wooden planks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one was but good. But this movie actually... <laughs> was aboard with the characters. I didn't, I'm not like going, oh, this is terrible. They all played the part and it was really good. Mm-hmm. So for, oh, yeah. this, I think that's what frustrates me. For the, a couple of minor mistakes that if they had a fixed, this would have went completely differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would, I would say probably the only thing that doesn't hold up with this film, because I mean, it's 11 years old, which doesn't seem like that long, but I mean, if you look at something that's 13 years old, like Spawn the movie, <laughs> like special effects have come a long fucking way. The only thing that 
doesn't really work for me with this is that frighteners scene <laughs> where he's coming down. Oh god, the I forgot about that. Oh, that that did not hold up well at all. Just like the frighteners, it does not oh, hold up I... well. Great movie, but it's. God, oh. I forgot about that. Oh my word! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it is funny, too, because the second time when Nancy's coming out of the ceiling with the blood, that works perfect, and that's same basic effect. But, yeah, just him coming down the the wall, Frightener yeah. style, that was the uh, only part of the movie that I'm like, man, that, that didn't No, if they had well. just done it like the original <laughs> with the blanket, that would have... Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so much more terrifying because, like, you get the proper lighting because it's real, it's there, it's happening. Yeah, um, like I said, it's a few minor mistakes. This just needed tweaked ever so slightly. It wasn't like... <coughs> I'll be honest with you, I'll watch this again. Like, I could actually pick this up and watch it again. Which... Oh shit, I ended up, I ended up buying it on Blu-ray because I think I have the DVD, <laughs> but I couldn't find it. And it's like, I could either rent this for three dollars or i could buy the blu-ray for 15 and this is one that like because usually i'll discuss with my wife like if it's something that i'm kind of on the fence of actually purchasing i'll be like hey should i get this and she's like we don't have it Hmm. well obviously we need to get it because yeah it's like i said i really like it as far as like the 2000s remakes it's probably one of the better ones um it's not my favorite but i really like it yeah, no, I did. I, like I said, I'll, I'll watch this movie again um, and enjoy it. Like I've watched, uh, I watched it once and then it's kind of skipped through to pick out a few points. Um, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'll, I think I'll be watching this one again. Um, just such a shame, such a shame. It didn't take off. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Shall we? Uh... All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to the horror. This one is funny because I picked it and I didn't realize yeah. it was a fifth in the fucking series movie, which it's it's great because like I watched it and I understood everything and appreciated everything. So you don't have to watch the other four movies. Uh, but yeah, so this month we're going to be discussing Taste the Blood of Dracula. Like there is a yeah, fucking um, mouthful of a name. <laughs> this is uh, falls on directly after Dracula has risen. Christopher Lee's Dracula was kind of the first horror franchise, I think, of the monster that keep killing and bringing back. And as a mm-hmm. Prince of, not Prince of Darkness, um, it's a second. I think this is the one, uh, Dracula's Risen, I think that's the one where Reinfeld gets killed in the previous one. Yeah, I haven't. It's been so many years I since seen I've so seen I'll, these I'll take the well, the funny thing about this yeah. is he didn't want to do it. He was like, no, I'm fucking done with Dracula. And they're <laughs> no, like, they're okay, like, we'll find somebody else. Money, money. And then they find somebody else. And then the USA distributor of Hammer Films is like, why the fuck would we pay for this if it's not Christopher Lee? Like, Hammer and Christopher Lee go hand in hand. So like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll pay him more. 
yeah, and then he came back he on. He charged an exorbitant fee because he didn't want to do it. He's like, mm-hmm. and you can you can kind of feel it in the performance too. Like he he's in it so scantily, and when he is, there's like nothing. Just he can't be arsed. He, like, he surely it. cannot be bothered. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a weird one. Um, no. So the opening scene, but we we see Weller. He's like the traitor. Uh, rare antiquities, and mm-hmm. he's in the coach. <laughs> it was a weird, funny scene how to get him out of the coach. But yeah, he, he has a snow globe, and this guy, give yeah. me, give me. <laughs> I mean, I I've been that way with food when yeah. I'm drunk before, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but they throw him out of the coach, and then they throw his bags out. It's like if you're trying to take something off him, mm-hmm. you just throw him out and leave, keep his bags. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, that doesn't make that any sense. Away going, what the hell? <laughs> but the whole mm-hmm. point is that he goes walking through the woods and we hear this screaming, which is not Dracula. Like, I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, it's, you thought it was a dying yeah. animal at first. At least I did. Because Christopher Lee has always had the grace to die with dignity. Not screaming like a lunatic, mm-hmm. but the heart of him. To have him down as if he's... Mm. But there you go. Um, so that, that's the whole point. It, it's basically... Um, it's the final scene of Dracula Has Risen where he's... I think he got thrown out of the window with the cross. That's... Uh, I, I would need to watch Dracula Has Risen again, but it's basically... That's the whole premise. It's the final scene of the previous movie. Mm-hmm. And Weller comes across him and then when his blood turns to dust and he gathers up all his uh, accretements, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Because why wouldn't you? You just watch a vampire, like, nobody else will... Here, the bit where he falls onto the fucking polystyrene rocks. <laughs> I know! Oh my god, that was so awful. Wobbles. It's like, man, I, I, don't, I don't think stones that big move like that. Ever, Bounced. but whatever, it's okay. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's like maybe you should have put that in front of the pad instead of on the pad, but whatever. It's a hammer movie, we can forgive it. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't forget that. that. That was brilliant. It was just, <laughs> oh god, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so we jump ahead and we we'll start getting introduced to the main characters. So we've got the the four mm-hmm. young ones, Alice, Lucy, Paul, and Jeremy. They're your typical mm-hmm. Victorian era upper class kids, so to speak. Um, trying to uh, just come out of church because that's what you do on a Sunday. And when will I see you again? Oh, I love you. All this, you know, kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, who is it? Harwood, yeah, the father Harwood's like, you have to apologize. You were a harlot, and this is, and you know right. instantly, once somebody gets on like that, they're they're a fucking deviant or something. Like when somebody's going on about, mm-hmm. you know, I just love religious hypocrisy. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's so delicious. It's just right <laughs> out there, and like this is 1970, and these issues are being talking about, you know. I just love the way people today think they're doing something new. It's like, nah, 
Nah, we've already had this conversation yeah. many, many times. That's why you're boring the shit out of us, you silly wee, you silly wee really bastards. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, social issues and all. But Harwood then meets up, and why don't you want me to m- marry Paul or whatever else? And it turns out that Harwood and his father <laughs> are out for in once a month going around all the brothels, like a monthly meeting. Hey, I mean, that's some important-ass charity work. <laughs> like, I could get behind that, that kind was, of charity. Uh, that was a whole thing of that era. Uh, Edwardian, Elizabethan, the first. Um, Victorian, Victorian era really um, accentuated that, because that was the beginning of social change. I think it's good to put this in context historically. Mm-hmm. It was, do as I say, not as I do. So if you were upper class, mm-hmm. they were all the detents, the deviants, like the stuff they get on up to, like would make your eyes water. But it was the ordinary mm-hmm. working class that were actually pious, were actually conservative, if that makes sense. They actually yeah. stuck, and you even see it today, it's a UK thing, it's a British thing of the class system. That the working mm-hmm. class are actually tend to be more uh, conservative, um, moral, I suppose would be the word, about certain things and have hang ups. And it's mm-hmm. the, the middle classes and upper classes that preach it, but they don't do it. So this is. Yeah, been, of course. I mean, a lot of these ma- movies, and Hammer did it a lot during the time, social commentary, you know, off the class system. But. You're not getting hit over the head. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. have to kind of look into it to understand. Yeah, no. It's like it's explained in the film. You get the context, but they're not like yeah, preaching. Modern movie makers should really take note. This is how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Subtext. Subtle you subtext don't need to is beautiful. Because <laughs> that's your instant reaction somebody to fight you back. You know what I mean? It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I immediately want to go the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, um, if you use force, you get resistance. That's use better science, but yeah. Mm. So it turns out they're right, and they're they're now looking for the next big hit. So they are because they've, they've done everything, been there, you know what I mean. Um, and then we we'll see mm-hmm. Courtly, who I don't know. <laughs> this is the, mo- the this is the worst case of overacting. What? <laughs> Even down to the fucking costume, it's so awful. Like, he is... <laughs> I mean, I would dress like that, but <laughs> I have awful taste. Like, this guy <laughs> is something else. Like, honestly. Um, yeah. There's no F buts or maybes. Like, he is out there. And, like, he's swan around the brothel. He's pushing people around. And just acting like a complete prick. Which, mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't help his character much. No. If he had been. No, and it's. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say it's he's a pointless character, anyways. He's just sort of there as the catalyst for Pell the movie. So it's okay that he's an asshole. And nobody likes yeah, him because we're not gonna see him much longer. But watching him get on the way he does, why the hell would you think I want to go talk to that guy? <laughs> I mean the the. The, I, I don't know, what would you call the 
the proprietor of the brothel because he's not a madam. Maybe madam. I don't know. But, like, I would be interested in knowing this guy because he's like, wait, it, he's poor. How does he get along in here? Oh, well, the girls pay him. It's like, fuck yeah, I want to know this guy. I want to know his secrets. Whores are paying him to fuck him? Like, that's pretty yeah, awesome. If it wasn't for that, but it was like, the, the way he just gets on, it's like, come on, dude. You're not, you're not demonstrating how you're, you're using your magic. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're act, actually mm-hmm. acting the opposite. Yeah, so yeah. why would you pay for that? It's like, hmm. But anyway, it's, I think yeah. it's just a quick segue to get us to the, you know what I mean? This whole thing just feels kind of rushed and contrived. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. Well, and part of it, I would guess, is because of how the story was. Because the the story was very different from what the film actually was. Um, because they had completely written it, gone through everything, and like they were right there getting ready to start shooting um, without Christopher Lee in it. Because this wasn't actually going to be like based on Dracula. It was just going to be based around the blood. Um, and it's like they didn't bother to go through and rewrite the movie after they ended up getting Christopher Lee involved. Yeah. And it kind of feels like that. It was going somewhere, and then... <laughs> I don't know. So, this, this, but the scene where they go to the cafe, the Royal Cafe, and they're basically full voice. Like, Courtney is, doesn't have volume control. Yeah. Are you ready to sell your soul to the devil? And take part... Like, in a fucking public cafe. Like, honestly... Yeah, especially this era. It's like, no, you, 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 still you don't talk the like car. that. You still would get <laughs> executed, jailed for st- shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that I, was a little I don't much. know whether it was bad acting or, once again, social commentary. Because if you dared to do that in a, a working class area, yeah, it's... You'd, you'd be hung. You'd be lynched. Mm-hmm. But... Are they subtly trying to show that if you're in a certain class or a breed, you can do whatever you want? Yeah, I was having a hard time figuring that out myself. It's like, is that him showing how big his dick is, or is that him not acting very well? (laughs) Kind of came across as one or the other. But I think think he's a bad actor, because I think when we see him later, um, we'll get to meet Weller again, because I was wondering how he was... Going to be brought back into this, and then um, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how we find out he's Weller runs his curiosity store, and he's had basically uh, Dracula's items for so long, which is weird as well because they always set. You know, I mean, they did set it in Transylvania, although the British actors that was uh, Pinewood Studios. They always set these stories. They never set them in London. This is the first time mm-hmm. that it's been brought to London. If that makes sense. Because you don't have the cap. You know what I mean? We have mm-hmm. castles, but you don't have the European style castles to do the, the set the scene. So mm-hmm. um, even with Frankenstein, they've always set it in like Switzerland or, you know, Frankfurt. They've always set it in Europe. So for this then to get the Europe, mm-hmm. uh, get the London was a bit strange. Yeah, and that's that's the first time. I, I 
The thing I found strange was Dracula's amulet. Says yeah, Dracula on it. Bit, uh, that's like something you of a Halloween store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, I'm pretty sure a homeboy knows his name. Why would he have it on this big fucking piece of gold? Yeah, um, not even a family crest, you know, because normally they do it with a crest. Oh, that's the crest of Dracula, mm-hmm. and then explain it. No, just fucking <laughs> chocolate metal type stuff. Yeah, do the Order of the Dragon. Like, that's so much fucking cooler yeah. than Dracula. But that's when you kind of tell it, don't give, they always don't give a shit. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get the ritual, and that's where I think this is just a terrible actor because he, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's just acting like a dick the whole way through. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's like you're trying to get them on board. Like you already got them on board enough to buy the shit to do the ritual. Because my understanding was he was like sort of a servant of Dracula, and is just trying to get him back. Um. So it's like, why would you be an asshole at that point? Like, these guys just yep. spent a fuck ton of money for you to get the stuff to perform the ritual. Take some care. No, it's just, uh, uh it was weird. But, yeah, we'll have the, mm. and I love the scene with the glasses. Did you bring the goblets as a, why do they get glass goblets and he has a silver one? It's just weird. The whole ritual is just weird. <laughs> Yeah. No no contact. They're just ordinary crystal goblets. What was the significance in them? Mm-hmm. You know, they're... Yeah. Uh... Like I said, it was just... Uh, <laughs> it was just laughable. That's the only way I can describe it. Laughable scene. Um, mm-hmm. But, thankfully, he gets killed. He drinks the blood. The Lord refused to. Well, what would have happened if the three of them mm-hmm. had a trunket? That was the thing. That's what I wonder. It's like, if they don't consume all of it, do they get, like, some of his power or some shit? But I, because, I mean, obviously, if you drink all of it, you turn into him. So, yeah, I, I I was wondering that, like, the entire rest of the movie. Like, what the fuck would have happened if they would have all drank it? Yeah, because would there have been four crossover oh. Yeah. Which, I mean, that would have been hilarious. Okay. Um, Agent Smith type style Matrix <laughs> Me, me too, me too I can get behind that <laughs> Oh my god there's a, there's a fucking idea for a movie folks <laughs> Matrix type Dracula yeah. That would be just mental But yeah um, Yeah that doesn't even make sense It's like okay quick Let's, mm-hmm. let's just get along here to get Dracula Up here and kill him people Because yeah, the plot needs it to happen Mm-hmm. well and it's crazy too because at that point like that's almost an hour into the movie mm-hmm. it's an hour and a half film it's taken that long to get to that point that when they start killing people it's just so rushed and it just like I'll I'll be honest I fucking fell asleep because I lost interest <laughs> like I'd wake up like a couple minutes later and it's like I didn't miss anything apparently um but there, it was yeah, it was yeah, weird. Fucking definitely movie. not going to release best acting either. He he just can't be our. He's just like, what the no. fuck am I doing here again? Honestly, um, so he starts <laughs> off. He corrupts uh, Alice first. But mm-hmm. how come she didn't get bite marks? I yeah, I don't think 
so of course it's you know the high, whole idea that he glammed her, but like she wanted to rebel anyways, so I don't think he really even did anything. Because it's like uh, the other one, uh, uh, what's her name, Lucy or whatever. Like he actually yeah. bit her I mean, and turned he bit her. Jeremy as well. But Alice is just kind of there, like, tee hee hee, come here, come see what I have oh, now. That was weird. Um, so yeah. yeah, he gets Alice. He glams her like he doesn't bite her. It's weird. She disappears. Uh, kills her father. I thought her father was going to rape her for a second. The way that segment when he came in drunk to the bedroom. I, I thought every possibility he's going to fucking do something gnarly. I was like, ugh. That's the way oh, yeah. going. Well, I mean, that wouldn't have been surprising either because that's yeah. how the character was kind of set up. Like, he seems like he's getting pissed off because she wants to be with somebody and he wants to fuck her. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. It's that whole... And once again, it's not overly stated, but it's there. It's that undertone of, this guy's a fucking deviant. I know there's only so much you can do. In the seventies, without getting banned, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was there, and that's what I'm talking about. These subtle undertones. He wants the bonus daughter. Like <laughs> there's no if buts or maybe's mm-hmm. about it. No, no, not at all. It was yeah, pretty um, goddamn obvious. So she kills him, and then this bit at the funeral. Oh my god, that's just. <laughs> How do you not notice that? Like, oh, hey, I just buried him. I'm going to run over here. You're all smiles and not dressed warm. Yeah. Of course I'm going to follow that's you. That's where it just gets dumb. Like, this this just goes dumb and yeah. super dumb from here onwards. Like, we, mm-hmm. we're in the train wreck of fucking dumbness. <laughs> Destination dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, this... Like, even me, like... Yeah. She's an attractive... The actress, Isla... Oh, uh, God, I can't remember her surname. Is an attractive woman. But even I wouldn't follow her, and I'm a bit mm-hmm. stupid when it comes to women. We have proven <laughs> Um Even I, what? even I, I, I don't know what you mean. Her. <laughs> he turns up giggling at a funeral of her no. father after going missing. Yeah. 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 But, hey. Apparently they're yeah, young and just, dumb, so whatever. It's almost like, right, the plot needs us to have them. Right, quick, just next. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> but it's like, they, I don't get it either, too, because it's so quick in the uh, the succession of scenes, but the actual scenes are so long and drawn out. It's like, it's ah, a weird I don't know how to explain it better yeah, than that, but it was just so weird. Yeah. It's, like you said, I think because um, the whole thing, with Christopher Lee didn't want to be involved in this, and the studio mm-hmm. weren't going to make a movie unless he was, and it's like they had to just mm-hmm. write everything in a week. <laughs> that, that's the feeling that I've got. They've had some. Yeah. Um, it's like, um, starting to jump into another franchise, but you know The Dark Knight Rises? I think the story mm-hmm. behind that was... Christopher Nolan had a whole storyline based around Heath Ledger again. The Joker character. And then when Heath Ledger died, mm-hmm. that completely screwed up his plan. And I think that's why he got that mm-hmm. sort of convoluted script. So I think in comparison... 
Well, so the problem with Dark Knight Rises, um, so Dark Knight Rises is actually based on, well, loosely based on a book, um, which the book itself is based on like four or five different um, storylines. But the book itself is fucking amazing. What, how it turned into that dumpster fire, I don't know. Like an asthmatic white bane, like, come on. I can. Yeah, I fucking. No, yeah, I, think, I hated um, that fucking movie. Just why I'm drawing the comparison is because I think, um, the Dark Knight. I think Nolan had an original script, and he was involved in the Joker in it, and it was going to be the culmination. Mm-hmm. And then that completely got turned on his mm-hmm. head. I think that's what happened with this movie. Is they had their original plot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Probably. going to involve Christopher Lee. He didn't want to do it. And then the studio went, no, you're mm-hmm. not getting this unless Christopher Lee's in it. And then they just rewrote everything. And that's why it doesn't mm-hmm. co- it's not a cohesive storyline. Because of the way... Yeah, it's definitely. Written. I think it's worth for these movies um, to know the backstory. This is something I'm becoming more interested in. Oh, yeah, what's definitely. What's the backstory of how these movies and franchises come about? Because when you see drastic changes or you see something that doesn't add up, Something's went wrong in the background. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So it's good to know what's went wrong so you can kind of go, oh shit, okay, that's why this is shit. Or that's why it's really good or that's why they fixed it. Mm-hmm. It's like the original trailers for a movie and then the actual movie coming out. You, you kind of see the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, just for one, Sonic the Hedgehog was a perfect example. The first... That, oh my God. That shit's so stupid. Like, I, I refuse to see it because they caved. Like, the studio caving to public opinion, just, as far as I'm concerned, that's the destruction of cinema right there. Yep. Like, just stand behind what you created, for fuck's sake. If it's good, it'll be good. If it's bad, it'll be bad, regardless of some fucking CGI's. Yeah. That was the biggest crock of shit. People think... The public opinion is the internet. And I'm sorry, but it's only a mm. small percentage of the population. Yeah, absolutely. Because most of us, like, the only reason I use social media is for this channel. And it's a painful experience. Mm-hmm. I'm not lie. <laughs> yeah. I use it for work, and I, every day I think, man, is today the day that I delete my Facebook yeah, account? Yeah. Every fucking day. It's not the real world. Most people don't, aren't on these forums and channels and wherever the movie studios are going for their information, that's not where people that actually pay money and go to the movie theater are. Yeah, no, those people are all just going to fucking torrent it anyways. So it's, uh, it's a weird thing and I think the studios mm-hmm. are starting to learn painfully that where they think they're getting their metrics from is not the right place. And it's going to be a hard, painful lesson mm-hmm. for them, but hopefully things will change. But yeah. Mm-hmm. God, where was the with this? Um, yeah. So ideas change, and it's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where is there to go Ideas with this? change, <laughs> and this is where it can either be good or ill. You know, 
it's good to know the story behind it. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going. Yes, okay, we're back on track again. Choo choo to the endless fucking yeah, yeah. movie. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's one. That's two. Like, what the fuck? Like, that was unnecessary. He became so unnecessary. One. <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the counts. Yeah, I know. That would have made it more entertaining <laughs> if he would have done that, that shit. Weird. Fucking. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, that was awful. Like, and it's like, why would you want to do that anyways? Because of what they did, you're back. Like, why would you want to kill them? Especially because they really didn't have any part in it other than buying the shit so that dumb fuck could do the ritual. Like, that's that's one thing I had a hard time trying to understand is like They're why is say, he after them that he beat him to death but he didn't the blood that like they started beating him with the canes but yeah like i love the way they draw the swords the sword canes right and then beat him with the sword that's not how swords work <laughs> no <laughs> like no. they'd have been better keeping the the, the the sheath on and beating them would have been a heavier weapon and then um Mm-hmm. Paxton leaves his behind and they actually still have it sitting there did you notice when they went back to the church I, I <laughs> the didn't it's still funny. sitting exactly where it was left yeah and that was the other reason if you were out having sex parties with <laughs> that guy who's a sniveling dipshit would you want a son anywhere near your daughter even though you want your daughter for yourself yeah sick that's why I want to marry him, because fair. look at the state of his dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. One cool scene, though. Um, Dracula dumping the body out of the coffin. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. So when he, he goes into the crypt, you know, to stay, and he ha- you see the body just dumped to the side. He's like, get out of here. But yeah, um, mm. why take revenge when the servants are disposable to him? The only servant he's ever had any attachment to has been Reinfeld. That's the only servant that's mm-hmm. ever like stood the test of time with Dracula. Everyone else has been disposable, even the girls towards the others, you know what I mean? They're just disposable, so mm-hmm. why does it go on a revenge? Like honestly it's Oh, let's let's just write this script in ten minutes and get this movie made. <laughs> yeah. I, I think saying 10 minutes is giving them a lot of credit. <laughs> this feels like something that was just sort of like yeah, just filmed on the fly. Just, oh shit, what do we do now? Well, this is what we had, but we yeah. can't do that anymore, so meh. God, right, okay. Um, yeah. So all three blokes get killed. Let's, let's just put it like that. There's nothing exciting or interesting. They all get killed. Jeremy gets mm-hmm. framed, even though he's got bite marks, and it's like nobody even questions that and it's that pure era mm-hmm. where people still believe in vampires and the occult mm-hmm. blah 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 um, Paul goes to rescue Alice because of course you need a final girl um, he has to go rescue the damsel in distress mm-hmm. that ending scene what the fuck was that <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like, why is he going throwing rocks and shit like what the hell 
Yeah. I, I, yeah, I didn't get that. It's like, why are you throwing sticks and rocks and like, why wouldn't you just go over there like, and we've seen the battles kill him. him and Van Helsing, Peter Cushing's character. Epic mm-hmm. fucking battles where Peter Cushing has like, mm-hmm. on the verge of death until he like jumps and pulls the curtains down. You know what I mean? What was this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, well, and just because they have a couple of crosses, like, it's not that big of a deal. Just don't get touched by the cross. And the glow and shit. So then he goes and stands in front of a giant one in the window. And, it, yeah. It was awful. And then it, it switches to, like, the 1960s. Because that scene was not, you know what I mean? That cutback or flash, it's supposed to be the magic of a, a mass taking place. That was a modern day. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when he did that uh, scene as if a a mass was taking place, that was quite obviously in the 60s or 70s. It was not in Victorian, like, the lighting and everything, the way it just flashed. It's like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? Did he transport into the future? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) Absolutely terrible. I think Christopher Lee did this liberty as well. He's like, you're not fucking getting me in this again. But there was another two movies after this. <laughs> Scar of Dracula or something else. I, I can't remember if Christopher Lee was in them. But they made another two movies in this franchise before they, they finally got the hint. <laughs> At least they got the hint. Yeah, God. At some point. Here, not a bad thing. They actually be able to go to work and go, fuck you, I hate you all, and you pay. I'm still getting paid loads of money, but I hate my job, I hate you. Mm. Any of the rest of us would get fired. End up in the manager's office. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. But he's able to go and yeah, go, no nah, shit. I don't give a shit. Why are you making me do this? Here, you're, you're paying me twice my wage and I'm going to come in with a strop on and not give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. They were going to try and get Vincent Price in this as well. But no way had the budget for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Vincent Price could have saved it. No, there's no redemption for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best. I said, we've got a pretty mixed bag this month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even uh, with the coming segment, it's uh, it's some shit. Actually, this is more of a positive. These oh, wait, were come actually... <laughs> These were quite fun. Yeah. These, these were... Yeah. They were fun. They weren't good. No. I didn't think they were very good, but they were at least yeah, fun. Yeah, I think... I, so, yeah. I think we kind of burnt ourselves out having uh, Peter Cushing in the episode. But yeah, Hammer House of Horror, we were doing Children of the Full Moon. Now, you, you just knew how this was going to go. Like, you could just tell what the plot was going to be. Like, there was no surprise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, just the title in and of itself. It's like, oh, okay. Cool. Let's see. Uh, let's see your take on um, the. Oh fuck. Never mind. I can't think of yeah. uh, Children of the Damned. Let's see your take on that. Yeah. So we'll have um, open it up. Creepy. Like. Oh god. Those dog noises. Why? Like why? Yeah. Didn't make any sense. Especially when you pan in and see the dogs, and they're just sitting there like, 
up. So we start off on the scene. Two dogs are watching this girl lent over or something. And then you see that it's um, a lamb and she's smiling. So we know werewolves or something. Mm. It's the kids are evil. Okay. Um, which once again takes away from the whole story because they're only about to turn into worlds at night. But yeah, she's in the daytime mm. eating things. Okay. Guess it. They couldn't do it at twilight. No. Whatever. Was it past her bedtime? Couldn't dim the lights a bit. Yeah. But Probably what it was. <laughs> but we have uh, Tom and Sarah. They're the main characters. They're off on their honeymoon. And God, I had a three series um, BMW, and God, them those things do fly. I had a, a model just above a later model than that. That was brilliant. They're just racing machines. So the fact that it. <laughs> <laughs> just decided to go in the gear like that's not how cars work but anyway and <laughs> just take off <laughs> so have car trouble the car goes off on his own brings him to this stop just in front of this uh, this place quite conveniently so they can find the house um, mm-hmm. yeah Mrs. Ardoy I love the Yorkshire accent that homely sort of, hey, boy, that's great. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's, you know it's all gone wrong, you know, like, they've already told you the title, you know this isn't going to be a good place. Mm-hmm. Come and pick up the cellar. Um, they meet the kids, the kids are creepy as fuck, so you know that they're already off. They've already told you that anyway. So there's mm-hmm. no surprise there. Blah, we get the night boobies. That's a shame. We thought we were going to get some boobies, which that's been three episodes in a row now. We haven't had any. Yep. I'm keeping track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for of for course, uh, yeah. research purposes, of course. <laughs> but yeah, um, that werewolf like they're staying overnight. The werewolf appears at the window, and that makeup is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Did it been better it not shooting rough. anything? Maybe a shadow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like less is more, especially when you don't have yeah, a big budget. <laughs> don't do that. Um. Mm-hmm. So you've seen someone at the window, and they're up on the the second floor. So you see something at the window like that and runs away. Why do you start climbing down a, mm-hmm. a pipe? Like. You just yeah, get locked no in shit. a bedroom where you're safe. Why do you start climbing down a pipe? I, I, I don't know. It's just dumb. Yeah. So the whole premise is that the werewolf appears. Tom decides to go chase after it. Falls. Knocks himself unconscious. The werewolf comes in. Has his wicked way with uh, Sarah. Because, yeah, why not? In werewolf form. Yeah. I mean, you gotta okay. do what you gotta do. And then they end up in the hospital with complete amnesia. Like, uh, I don't know. It was a fun episode, but yeah, there was absolutely no plot to this whatsoever. No. No, we, we definitely get that a little bit with this series. Sometimes there's a story, sometimes it's like, um, oh shit, we gotta end this. Uh, yeah. Ta-da! It's over. Because 
you already knew <laughs> with the pictures and everything else that she was going to give birth to a werewolf and that's how the children appear she's a target mm-hmm. you, you know she was going to go back the way she was acting like it was all laid out there was no surprises mm-hmm. oh the random woods man appears oh he's a werewolf no shit Sherlock because they've only got so many cast members they're not going to introduce new characters yeah, right. go on his makeup was better mm. the second time. When he was partly transformed mm. into a werewolf, they'd actually done a better job at his makeup than his first showing. That was weird. Yeah. Well, and I, I see with stuff like that, it's like you got to kind of consider the time and the aspect ratio and the definition of when you were watching this shit when it first came out. Because there's certain things that just don't hold up. Like, if you look at Flash Gordon right now, like the, the new releases on a beautiful 4K TV, it's rough. And I think that's that's part of why stuff like this doesn't work so well sometimes. Because when we first see the werewolf, I mean, it's dark. You're probably watching it on TV that's True like enough. this big, maybe black and white. And, like, it's kind of grainy. So there's a lot more forgiveness with that whereas you know now you're streaming it in 1080p actually we'll talk about so, this one Suspiria yeah. when the, the remade that 4k mm-hmm. it just it, it ruined it <laughs> I've, yeah, but, I still yeah the story it. and stuff but <laughs> like I said the dog scene that was a blood puppet you know mm-hmm. it's, when they strip away mm-hmm. well, what yeah, they that use was the mask things it kind of makes sense Mm-hmm. But you'd wonder when people are touching things up, do they never play it back? Like, does nobody review mm-hmm. it and go, actually, nah, we need to... Like, I know when I do all the graphics and stuff for this, like, I go through this about three or four times at least. And then I keep it at certain mm-hmm. stages, and if something's not working, I go back and change it. Like, I'm still not happy with... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's still a work in progress, but still... I know the level of attention I put into trying to make something look half-decent. So I don't understand why they don't. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's probably just budgetary shit, yeah. and you don't get time. Like I gotta appreciate I that. One, but uh, yeah, his makeup was better. As I said, when they see him at the reveal, which nobody was surprised about. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like you saw that coming away. Yeah. Even you guys would kill because mm-hmm. he's carrying the murder weapon. <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> and how dumb are these power like he's supposed to be a lawyer they're supposed to be a professional couple and they're right. as pink shit don't go into the dark woods with a stranger don't go out the window when you're in the safe spot you're in a safe room but yeah whatever okay. right <laughs> see around here we just call that white <laughs> Like, those are the motherfuckers in the movies that you're just like, don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> I'm going to do it. Well, this last episode yep. was actually a lot better. Carpathian Eagle. This one this one was better. Another one, as you would uh, no attest boobies. to, no boobies. But uh, it's, it's a good one. That was a hint. Um, yeah, um, I'd say, I remember this from before. I actually thought it was a movie. You know when you've got that much shit in your head? But I've always remembered that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end but yeah what we have here is a serial killer 
woman going around, cutting the hearts out of men, picking mm-hmm. men up. And I don't know. I'm no, uh, what do you call him, Hugh Hefner type. But when mm-hmm. on this planet have those pickup lines ever worked? Ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, the, yeah. All those guys should have known they were going to die. They deserved to die by being that fucking lame. <laughs> like, hey, baby, you want to go back to my crib and fuck? Like, that's the kind of shit yeah, like, you, like, you deserve death for. Say yes as a serial killer. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah you, yeah, you should know that she's going to kill you. Like, unless it's a weird suicide thing that you want the serial killer to pick you up, that's the only reason they act like the way mm-hmm. these people are. Yeah. Hey, driver, pull over. I'm going to speak to that lady. You are absolutely stunning. I want to take you home. Let's get in my car. You're stupid if you say no. Okay. Wait, that worked? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, almost yeah. like what it is. It's like, okay, um... <clears throat> You're in the night. Okay, lads, let's have a laugh. Let's, let's come up with the stupidest fucking lines mm-hmm. and try and see if it'll work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you would be like, fuck, did that actually work? Really? You you know I'm taking the piss, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this was uh, <laughs> this was fun, but dumb as well, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, the police officer, uh, what do you call him? Chris or something. Yeah, I don't. I he don't goes for the old woman, and like, you're not killing anybody. Come on, you can mm-hmm. work. Like, is she really going around picking up man? No, sorry. Why are you even looking there? Weird. Um, yeah. You know what's a you know what's the author like? He from the start. Oh yeah, from beginning, it's so obvious. Yes, because she's so researching. You know from the um, you see her mm-hmm. face, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's because you're supposed to question it because of a really bad perm. Like, was that really yes, her? It was. Come on. <laughs> and, and once again, I think it's a time thing, isn't it? It's oh, absolutely. <laughs> so it's like that was fashionable. That was sexy. No, nope. doesn't hold up. Or people, oh, I don't. It's like the cork glasses thing what I don't recognize you mm-hmm. like yeah it's amazing how a cheap wig will fucking change somebody completely yeah absolutely crazy um I'm trying to think what else to say about this yeah uh of course he gets in a relationship or starts chatting her up because that's the professional thing to do mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of an investigation yeah fuck yeah of course, why wouldn't you fuck your, you know, prime suspect, even, even though she's not a suspect, even though she's no, the obvious suspect. Witness, if you do that, you're mm-hmm. given a defense. You're tampering with witnesses. So, mm-hmm. even as an expert witness, there's a degree, even as far back as the 80s, uh, 60s, you know, this is set in the 80s, but even as far back as like the 60s, though, you just know that, you don't mess for witnesses in court you just don't do it mm. and he's already a detective so he's not as yeah. if he's a you know just off the plot he's a seasoned police officer mm. yeah, yeah so. he knows better uh, <laughs> suppose the plot needed to happen <laughs> yeah but 
Yeah, I was. I, it did surprise me with the ending, though. Like, I, I really thought he was going to get away from her. Yeah, um, there was an interesting little sideline with uh, Turdick. Was it Turdick? Uh, Hans, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the nephew. The, the nephew, <laughs> the nephew that's drag queen, Tardic, a professional yeah. drag queen. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Was it Tardick? Yeah, I, I don't remember. But once again, there's the 80s. We're talking about issues and persecution. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Have we not had this mm. conversation? <laughs> Silly kids on the internet. We've done <laughs> yeah, this, for real. fuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's so yeah. nonchalant about it. Like, it's just a part of the movie. It's not, message motherfuckers! Like, it's like, oh, okay, that's why he's here. So, you know, that's... Is it him? Is it the ant? They know they're connected. Yeah, it's... They know they're connected whatever. because of the story. And the officer's like, listen, I'll help mm-hmm. you out, but I just need you to help me. People are getting killed. That's more important than mm-hmm. what you dress up as. You know, like sensible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I don't give a shit. I'll get this shit sorted so you can be here legally. It's yeah, cool. Just fucking killed. help me, dude. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. why... Yeah, take no kids' priorities in life. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> but that was it. Just glossed over, done... Brilliantly done, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, yeah, sorry, just all this shit going on at the moment in January, it still hasn't ended, and it's pissing me off, and when you look back mm-hmm. and you see that these issues have been tackled in a much better way. Well, and I, to an extent, like to play devil's advocate, I understand why it's being brought up and why it's being driven home so hard, because the problem is it's not the fact that the issues haven't been addressed. It's the fact that the issues are still there, that it's an issue. So I I get it. But when it comes to art, when you're trying to use it and rally people behind that idea, you can't preach. All it does is turn people off. Like, here's a great example. I would very likely be vegetarian, if not vegan, if it wasn't for my wife, just because that's how I am. That being said, vegan starts talking veganism with me. I want to take a fucking bag of hot dogs and just eat it in front of their fucking face just to prove a goddamn point. Because it gets annoying when people are fucking preachy, even if it's something that you're behind. Another example is um, I'm a, I consider myself an environmentalist, as in I don't believe that you do more damage. Mm-hmm. You try and minimize the damage you do with your living. Mm-hmm. So I recycle. I yeah, I course. do use stuff. I I don't like I like buying locally rather than mass produced, you know, manufactured stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't if there's a way to stop pollution, do it. But like these fuckers over here, Extension Rebellion, when they start uh doing their weird shit, I wanna take a, a car tower, put it in the front lawn and set it on fire. Just to go fuck you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's the reaction I have. Well, it's so hard when people, yeah, it's so hard when people get preachy. Like you are going against the cause. Like it's so detrimental to you know getting the word out there and making an issue not an issue anymore. Yeah, but that's one thing. It's, <sighs> yeah, subtext people. This is just subtext. an example of there's a there's an issue which today would fill out a hundred fucking news lines or. You know what I mean? It would be virtually singled to death. And there's just done subtly. There you go. 
and you're left to make up your own mind. Yeah. And they covered so many, they, they covered so many topics in one scene. And mm-hmm. it's like, there you go, done. Back to the story. Yeah. And they it, it showed how yeah. not big of a deal it is. Like, the dude does not give a fuck. The only thing he cared about was the fact that, oh, shit, she has somebody that's living with her when she said she's yeah. not. It doesn't matter that he's a fucking illegal immigrant. It doesn't matter that he's gay. It doesn't matter that he's a dude in a dress. He's just like, oh, you're, yeah, you're no, that's, that's fine. I don't fucking care about that. I just yeah. care that you can help me. Yeah, it's like, that's progress. That shows more than a fucking hour of preaching could. Absolutely. Like, I hadn't even planned it. I didn't even think about it until I watched it. I was like, holy shit, there's... Do this. Like, just do modern versions of this today and you'll fucking mm-hmm. get your message across. Right. But the way you're doing it now mm-hmm. is just, like, destroying um, franchises. Fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh, Wonder God. Woman. I mean, ooh, I've heard about ooh, that ooh. movie and I'm like, uh, okay. Or fucking Star Wars. Dude, I, it I, is. I posted yesterday the support and character. Uh, 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 Gina Carano's character. I, I sent out a post on Twitter, but mm-hmm. that, they did a whole thing yesterday uh, to support her because they're trying to get her fired. Why? She's not in it. Gina Carano is not in it. Cara Dune is in it. Cara Dune is a fucking New Republic officer. But, Not some fucking right-wing Nazi. Like, who gives a shit? It's a fucking character she's playing. If it was Gina Carano playing Gina Carano, I could understand that. People can have separate fucking lives from the characters they play. As long as you do a good job, you know, and as long as you're not saying, okay, I want everybody to go hang that person, you know, and kill them babies and, fucking, you know, mm-hmm. actually setting up real lunch mobs and actually committing crimes. It's just got ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. what are you trying to achieve? And this is where... Mm-hmm. I, I this don't... is just an example of how you can get a message across, and this is we're still staying on topic. These episodes are how they can tackle social issues. Even the Hammer Horror talk about social, you know, hypocrisy. They cover it. They've done it well. They did it yeah. with um, Twins of Evil as well, really well. Power oh, and hypocrisy and cowardice. These are actually deep topics mm-hmm. that they bring in the movies mm-hmm. and get a message across without beating you over the head and making you angry. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's like the original Star Trek series and Next Generation did more to tackle social issues than any shit they're putting out now. Absolutely. It's It just pisses me off, you know. You're, you're actually doing the opposite of what you're trying to achieve and you're also ruining mm-hmm. art. You're making movies not fun yeah. anymore. Like that Pale Door, that first movie you watched, it's just a classic example of how they're getting it wrong today. They're just shoehorning mm-hmm. in um, shit for no reason. Um, like I said, I watched another movie, Porno, and ah, fuck, what was it? Uh, it's like a so-called Red Riding Hood reimagining the hunt or something it was called. Hmm. Did... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, just fuck, that's, that's yeah. fucking like awful. Oh, two misogynists kidnap. No, it's actually one killer and two kidnap victims. Uh, 
when you actually look at the movie and then it just gets mm-hmm. fucking weird the second half it's like they bring Ryan Johnson in to fucking tell the rest of the story because <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with the start porno was meant to be mm-hmm. a comedy and it's not even remotely funny it's it's not funny at all it's fucking weird that's that sucks because I was really looking forward Don't, to seeing it's, that it's shit but it's just preachy I'm a gay man and I went gay conversion because I want to be a Christian and fucking I don't know it's it it stupid Stupid fucking movie. Ugh. But, hmm. yeah. That's a shame. As it has been a disappointing month for uh, just watching stuff at the moment. Uh, Out of the list here, I didn't expect Nightmare on Elm Street remake to be the highlight. <laughs> that, uh, I suppose that's my... I did, because I fucking... I, yeah, I, like I, I said, I love that movie. So I, I figured that was probably going to be the best of it. I didn't expect that to be the highlight of everything that we've watched, especially new stuff coming out, it makes me dread the future of horror and the future of movie making in general or TV or anything, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, we can laugh at the bad effects and we can even tell when you go to the studio, you can see when a movie's badly made because of shit going on in the background Mm -hmm. and it directly translates on the screen, which should be a message to producers. Um, Yeah, Keep your shit in order. If you're going to have fallouts, then you need to just put the brakes and everything because you may as well not spend the mm. money and not go ahead with the project and just burn it. Yeah. It's like these people that don't want to make money because they're thinking of the quick buck for that initial, oh, people will just turn up the movie theaters and see it. And I suppose that makes sense back in the day, but today, too much gets leaked out. Wonder Woman's a good example, actually, because the plot details have already been leaked out before it went on to HBO Max. The reviewers have already reviewed it. People know it's a terrible movie. So... Yeah, it was... Yeah, but it was bad. I haven't even seen it, and I know it's a bad movie. It's, uh, so my bitch fit with it is it's supposed to be a girl power movie, but she the entire movie is her trying to get her man back because she's nothing without a man and it's like an hour too fucking long if it was just a normal feature length film like 90 minutes tops it'd have been okay yeah but and, God, it, yeah. So, and she's a fucking really I, I love her like she's yeah i do i fucking absolutely adore her and the thing is, like, with her character, I thought it could have been good, but as soon as they switched to, like, CG instead of actually having her in a suit, it just looked awful. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... Like, the first one, I really enjoyed the first one. And yeah, first one's fantastic. Yeah, a couple of niggly bits, but there always is. But that's fine, mm-hmm. but... This one I haven't even seen, but I've seen enough for the review and the storyline. I'm like, nah, I'm not, not even interested. It's it's a whole awful lot of okay. There's a lot of really pretty visuals. Um, about it. <laughs> yeah, okay, well. <clears throat> it just seems a shame. It's like, they need to just wake themselves up. Whatever the hell's going on, and they're looking for the wrong people. 
for uh, their gratif the ratification and their reviews. They're, they're definitely pandering to their own crowd. They're pandering to a niche mm -hmm. group that live on social media and don't actually live real life. And that's never good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they never or pay, pay for anything. If they're watching it, they've parted it. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. that's just the the end of it. You know what I mean? It's like even us doing this, we will buy stuff or rent stuff. You know what I mean? Even going back, we're we're mm -hmm. actually paying money every month to do this. That's more than what these people are complaining yeah. on social media. Twitter's the worst. That's that's just a fucking sewer. Mm -hmm. You can't get away from it. Yeah, I don't no, have like a Twitter I said, account I for that reason. It's <laughs> only really because it's uh, mm -hmm. it's almost expected. But I'd happily delete that account tomorrow and not give a shit because yeah, it's difficult to interact. Like you just you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. God, right? I forgot to fucking write down. I'm an idiot. Bear with me. I our authors this month. Uh, come in. <laughs> I always put the the show notes. But yeah, um, I don't know how to. I've kind of got on a bit thoughtful here. I know it's weird. Uh, kind of off track, but there's something seriously going wrong. How do we fix it? How do we get people back to normality or some sort of sensibility of enjoying life again? Because oh, that's a scary thing. This seems like the new normal. This misery, you know, can we describe it as misery whores? Mm -hmm. Like the. They don't enjoy life whatsoever. They, they just live to be mm -hmm. unhappy and angry, and that can't be good. That's why. That's why I love the horror genre because that's your outlet. Like, if you're feeling frustrated, mm -hmm. then that's how you get out of the zone. You project what the what the gnarly shit going on in the world. Mm -hmm. You project it onto the characters. So you can either, yeah. you know what I mean, if you, depending on what mood you are, you can either root for them and hope they'll get through it, or you can be rooting for the killer. Mm -hmm. So this month, sorry, I hope we get this all right. Uh, we had Redacted by Tristan Hutchison, The Color of the Mortimer Had by Elaine Gilmartin, the Reservation by John Neville, Kin by Christopher M. Fink, and Bastet by Verona L. Jones. So, guys, thank you very much, as always. Um, for those who might just tune in this here, obviously our other segment, Horrific uh, Tales, is where we feature independent and aspiring authors. So, if you're self-published, you want to try and get a bit more exposure, We'll happily feature one of your stories, uh, an excerpt of it. Um, Absolutely. If you've never written before and want to actually, you know, try something or you've written something you don't know what to do, we're more than happy to showcase you. You know, that's that's what it's all about. 
because the only way we're going to get like quality content back is for people to actually create and not rely on the big companies. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we try to do here. It's kind of twofold. Yeah, we like to talk about popular culture and what's coming out, but as you see, so much is disappointed now that one way I think we can start maybe getting things back again is just get creators out there. You know, if you've got if you've got a story and I shouldn't have to say this, but we don't care who you are, just tell a good story. You know what I mean? That's yeah. if you take anything away from our ramblings is fuck who cares what you are it's not that important you know we're not gonna like no, uh, February is supposed to be women in horror month it's like it doesn't matter every month you know we don't discriminate just have a story if you if you submit this uh, we'll perform it obviously if we get a lot it'll take a bit of time but that's why I don't put out the calls every so often because I don't want to get overloaded with stories in a backlog 